Welcome to the Freelance Revolution Podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Sarah. We're both seasoned freelancers running successful businesses that allow us the flexibility to live the lives that we want. We do different work as freelancers, we find our clients in different ways, and we have different business models. The one thing that unites us is a passion for helping others work on their own terms. We're not here to give you a silver bullet or sugarcoat the work it takes to develop and run a successful business. We're here to guide you through the journey we've already taken, bust common myths about the freelance lifestyle, and give you the support you need to keep going when things get tough. The Freelance Revolution Podcast is brought to you by Freelancers Aligned, our free community for freelancers and solopreneurs. Our members get live access to our podcast recording each month and exclusive access to submit questions to the Q&A portion at the end. Did we mention that membership is free? Go to freelancersaligned.com to learn more and sign up. Hi, Leah. Hi, Sarah. How's it going? Good. How are you? Not bad. Um, still 2022-ing it, as we all are, <laughs> for what that's worth. Um, I just cannot believe it's 2022 already. Like, I just saw in, like, as I was scrolling Facebook, a memory from 2020, and I was like, that was two years ago. Like it literally feels like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, crazy, like just crazy. Yeah. Time is like weird right now. I feel I, like it's either like it feel it simultaneously feels like yesterday and like a decade. Well, like 2019 for sure feels like a decade ago. Yes. Like the before times. <laughs> yeah. But then 2020, like when we're sitting in our houses and it was an, it was a thing that popped up of like our last event before we were going into, you know, like COVID was a thing. That's where the memories of my Facebook feed are showing up right now. And I'm like, oh, I remember that. And we didn't have to wear a mask or I remember that. And COVID was not a care in the world, you know? So it's just been very, very interesting. I have learned a lot um, about myself personally in the last two years. And I think with our topic this month, I feel like everyone is learning a lot about themselves as freelancing continues to increase. For sure. For sure. Um, And one of the articles I was reading, it was talking about, um, let me pull this up here because this is good. It's a direct quote and it's one of our featured articles this month, but um, freelancing, freelancing has a supply problem, not a demand problem. Like um, I would a hundred percent agree with that. Yep. I think that's absolutely right. So like, so this month we're talking about the future of freelancing. And uh, on this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about where we see the future of freelancing and how it's impacting our um, businesses and careers. And then in our next episode, we will have special guest John Younger with us, who is an expert on um, the freelance revolution and writes um, and re- writes about it, researches it. Um, and so we'll have a lot of time to talk to him about the future of freelancing and what he sees as broader trends across um, the market and across the world. So, yeah, I think you're hitting it on the head. I think something that I've been reading a lot about and thinking a lot about is just the number of people, like when you think about um, everyone that, like, lost their jobs um, without wanting to at the beginning of the pandemic. And then you think about everyone who quit their, has been and still 
is are quitting their jobs in unprecedented numbers over the last year. Um, so many of those people, I think there's a statistic from um, Upwork that's like 10 million people, 10 million of the people who have been, um, who are quitting their jobs are thinking about working for themselves. There's also like a statistic that I just read that the number of people applying for business licenses is at an all-time high. So people starting their own businesses um, is increasing dramatically. Um, I think a lot of those people are creating businesses of one um, Mm -hmm. as freelancers and solopreneurs. And so I think the future of freelancing is that like, I think there's a lot, it's going to grow. Like there's a lot of people who are, who have figured out what we figured out that like working for someone else isn't that great. (laughs) And working for yourself is hard and there's a lot to figure out and um, it's not all rainbows and sunshine, but ultimately it gives you a lot more control over your life. But think about it like this. Okay. So there's been so many people that have lost their jobs and they have, they're faced with two choices. They can either go apply for another job or they can go out on their own. Either way, like we, we make it sound like freelancing is hard to get into, but if we put it on the same perspective of a career shift and transitioning from one job to another, there's still a huge learning curve. I would say at least a 90 day learning curve. And I think about, um, I'm in the process of starting another business, which we'll talk about in a later episode, because it's just at the very infant stages, but thinking about where I am when I started this and where I will be in 90 days, it's not any different. I mean, there is work. There's a lot of like figuring it out. And there's a lot of like independent study where I guess if you worked for someone, you'd have a superior that you could ask questions to and things like that. But I feel like I can ask questions to Google and like be driven in that same direction of finding my own answers. But I think it comes to that desire to be in charge of your destiny. One of the other articles that I was reading was um, independent workers are finding that they're in control of their destiny. Like that's something that you can't take away from me at this point. Like every birthday that I have every year that my kids get older, I'm like, I'm solid in my destiny. Like I control that. Yes. There's, you know, curveballs that come along the way, but I'm still in control of where I'm headed. Yep. I think that's absolutely right. I just, um, I just this week published a blog on my site um, that is is basically like the reasons why freelancing is more secure than your full-time job. Because I think that a lot of people, I think that the, the, um, the narrative is that working for yourself is riskier than working for someone else. And while I think there's some truth to that, well, I don't think there's some truth to that. I think that working for yourself is risky. It doesn't mean that working for other people is not risky. And um, I think that exactly like you said, it's about that like inner drive to figure it out instead of having someone else figure it out for you. Um, And if you think about quote unquote, like normal jobs, they are just as risky. So when you, and I would say even more risky, because if you think about someone that loses their job, they lose everything. They lose all of their income. 
they lose their benefits, they lose everything. Whereas when you work for yourself and you have multiple clients, when you lose one client or fire a client, because you also have the power to be like, yeah, I don't actually like working for you anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't lose all your income. You have multiple income streams. And so that's inherently more secure. Also, if you're a freelancer that has like done the hard work of figuring out your own benefits, you have benefits that go with you wherever you go. Right. So you're not losing everything when someone fires you or you get laid off or um, you decide that it's not the right thing for you anymore and you walk out the door. Um, So I think there's like a lot of reasons. I think that... um, it's easier for people like us to say that because we've done we've done the hard work to get where we are now and we're in like a much more secure stage I would say than maybe someone just starting out. So I'm not trying to minimize the um the learning curve. You're absolutely right. I think there's definitely a learning curve and I think you're right that that's true no matter what. Um and if you can build up if you can build up some runway to be able to give yourself the time and flexibility to hit that learning curve. Um, because I think the difference with the learning curve when you're working, when you're just starting out working for yourself versus working for someone else is they're paying you while you're at that learning curve. (laughs) Mm -hmm. When you and I know that like, when you're just starting out, you're not getting paid until you figure out that learning curve. Um, so I think that there's obviously like some trade-offs there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just a personal preference. I think it really comes into looking at your personal desires and what you want your destiny to be. Yep. I think that's right. And I think I'm so glad you brought up that article about, um, which is an article that John wrote, who's going to be our guest in a couple of weeks about the freelance market having a supply problem, not a demand problem. Because one of the things he says in there is that companies want to hire freelancers. Um, there's tons of reasons why freelance talent is, um, great for companies. Um, and it's not always the case that like side hustle, um, or part-time freelancers can give companies the support, the level of support they need. It depends, it obviously depends on what you do. It depends on how you do it. It depends on how good at it you are. Um, but a lot of companies need people who have, who have capacity to give and are able to engage in large scale, longer term projects um, over time and then be on call. So if you're like, if you have the capacity to, to knock it out of the park and then always be on call, um, you're, you're not going to have any trouble (laughs) finding work once you get your foot in the door. Um, Because people, I mean, like you and I both know that like people ask us for referrals for amazing freelancers all the time. And depending on a lot of the amazing freelancers we know have too much work and have no capacity to give work to, to take on more work. So I think that there's, there's plenty of work out there. It's about, um, getting people into the marketplace that really know what they're doing and understand how to market themselves as a business. And it also is owning your skills, like not being this hot dish freelancer. Like, yes, that's totally like stereotyping me as a Minnesotan, but it's, 
it's, you can't do everything. You can't, you can't be an expert in everything. And I have this conversation with my kids all the time because Mm -hmm. there's this new club or this new activity and they want to do it and they want to try it. And I'm like, hold, like pump the brakes here, guys. Like you have to look at what do you want to be good at? Yep. You know, so narrowing that down and using your time wisely and figuring out what makes you drive, you know? Um, but I also think it's important to make sure that you're prepared for situations. Like the thing that I've learned coming out of this pandemic from all of my clients is the sheer panic that they've been in. Like I worked with a lot of people who traveled for a living, who were speakers, who had to go from going to event to event to creating an online environment for them to get their message out or brick and mortar built, you know, businesses that were shut down and they had this idea for this course of support and things like that. And they were like, they were just operating out of a state of panic instead of a state of planning. And it's, it's all of those things that if you look back on your life and like, oh, I wish I could have done that, or I should have done that. Okay. Why aren't you doing, you know, like, and that was a question that I didn't want to ask because of sensitive reasons for clients, but I'm like, you've had this course in your mind for five years or more. Like, why hasn't it come out before now? Like, why did it take a pandemic to get this course out in the world. And you just had a $20,000 or a hundred thousand dollar launch. Like that's the realization for me. And I'm kind of working in behind the scenes because I've seen it time and time again. So my, my mindset is if you have an idea, I'd rather jump on that idea than be five years down the road and have to do it out of a panic. And you never know if it's going to work or looking back, I've had many clients say, I wish I would have started this membership or this course five years ago. I can only imagine what my income level would be. Yep. Totally. Totally. It's crazy to think about that though. Yeah. I think so many people had to like drastically rethink their businesses, their priorities, their lives, everything. Um, which forced a lot of people to make different decisions about what they do. And I think you're right. I think it's interesting because I think a lot of people that were forced to or made decisions in like knee jerk decisions are now in a place where they're either like, oh, that was like the best thing I ever did. Yeah. Or like, maybe I need to rethink that. <laughs> right. But I think you're like one of the other statistics that were, I was looking at from this most recent report that Upwork put out about the future of freelancing is that skilled freelancing is go is increasing exponentially. So the like total number of freelancers in the US did not drastically increase from 2020 to 2021, but the number of quote unquote skilled freelancers and they're classifying skilled freelancers as someone with like a discrete skill set. So they say things like computer programming, marketing, IT, um, business consulting, those kinds of things right. are up front between 2020 and 2021. And I think this speaks to what you were saying about like, you can't be everything to everyone. Um, and if you have a discrete skill set and are able to leverage that skill set as an independent worker, you're going to like, the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, there's more than demand out there for people to be able to work flexibly, work remotely, and quite frankly, get shit done in a way that um, 
is flexible for a company. Um, I think companies are able to, to leverage freelancers in a way that makes especially small businesses more effective because they can get like little pieces of what they need instead of having to hire a full-time person. When like, when you're a small company, you don't need a full-time graphic designer. You don't need a full-time Kajabi expert. You don't need a full-time, right? So you're able to sort of like pick, um, like get what you need without hiring a full-time person. Um, And on the flip side, the freelancer is able to build like a sustainable, diversified, flexible income structure. That means like they're more resilient in the face of chaos, which like we saw over the last two years, like when you have multiple income streams, it's much easier to weather a crisis than it is when you only have one. Yep. And thinking about it like this, think about it from the company perspective of they have a web developer that they expect, like their area of expertise is web development, but then that because they're a full-time employee, they're expected to do marketing. They're expected to do CRM management, project management, all of those different things. And let's be real. No one can operate at that capacity. You can't have that skill set go across. Like that's where we're going back into being a hot, then you're just a hot dish employee. Like that's crazy to me. Um, I'm just in the process of um, narrowing down a coaching client in like fully launching her and she's local to me and she has been, you know, an office manager for the past eight to 10 years. And she was, when we were talking about income, she was like, I have no idea what I should make. And she thought that she should have to go down and take a pay cut by going virtually. And I'm like, no, like where, what do you, you know? So then I just had to get really in her face and be like, okay, let's call it out. Like, what are you making right now? Let's get a starting point of where, what you're making and see where we need to go from there. Like I had no idea because I hadn't priced that market. She was getting paid $21 an hour. And like, you're an office manager for a well-known company locally, and that's all you're getting paid. And I'm like, first of all, that's not okay in my book. Second of all, like we're going to, we're going to hone in on the skills that you like doing. And now her, her job proposals on Upwork are all about all of the things that she likes to do. And she's going to be, I'm, we're starting her and she's now getting jobs at $30 an hour. So she not only got a $9 an hour pay increase, but she also doesn't have to do what the icks of the job. Yep. That's, that's phenomenal to me. Like I'm so excited to give that gift to people. Like that's where it really pat, like I'm passionate about being a freelance coach of making people's life shift in that direction and breathing belief into them that they don't necessarily know that they need to have themselves. Totally. And I think like the other, I find that so common too in the, in some of the folks that I coach, they're going from traditional jobs to freelancers where it's like, you need to be, you definitely need to be charging more no matter what, because when you, when someone else is paying you, they're covering all the overhead. When you're, when you were in your own business, you were a business, you are now covering all the overhead. So like, even if you were getting paid, what at like a what you deserve level when you're working for someone else that's not the same it doesn't translate over so you're not just like oh i will take whatever i was making as an at it hour by hour over there and and start charging that same amount over here no no 
your taxes are different. You have over, even if you have like very little overhead, you do have overhead. You have like all the things your employer was factoring into your hourly wage, um, benefits, PTO, all that stuff. That's up to you now. So like you need to, like, that is like the number one mistake I see people make is they think that it's like a one-to-one cost. And you're like, no, 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 it's not. You're a business now. You're not an employee. Right. Yeah. That's a huge one. I just, I also want to call something out because I think there's like, and, and there's a lot of this happening today um, in uh, like across the board. So I think we, we obviously believe strongly in people working for themselves and um, taking control of their finances and their work and their life and all that kind of stuff. And I also just want to call out that, like, I don't think either one of us think that like only freelancers are the workers of the future, because I do think there's like uh, there's a lot of instances where companies are misclassifying workers as quote unquote freelancers or quote unquote independent workers in an effort to strip them of the benefits that they rightfully deserve. And so I just want to like call that out explicitly that I don't think we're advocating for there to be no W2 employees and no people that like work for companies and like get benefits that are provided by companies and all those kinds of things. Um, Obviously we have a, (laughs) we have a standpoint and we, I personally believe that it's always better to work for yourself, but that's not for everyone. And I think when people choose, when people aren't deliberately choosing to work for themselves and deliberately choosing to be freelancers or contractors, but their employer is making that choice for them, that that's fundamentally unfair. Um, and so I just want to like call that out that like, we definitely see a distinction between like people that choose to be freelancers and contractors and people that do not. And it's not for everyone. Like there's no value judgment there. Um, I just want to make sure that we kind of like say that explicitly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Anything else you want to say about the future of freelancing in preparation for us to have John with us in a couple of weeks? I don't think so. I just think that it's exciting to, um, I usually spend the month of January planning of what my year is going to look like, um, and just kind of forecasting. So I'm excited for this year to get started officially. I mean, I feel like February is the, my start of the, you know, of the year I've worked through some different things, planned some different things. So it'll be exciting. That's awesome. Same. Lots of, lots of things, lots of things brewing. Um, so yeah, so if you're not, um, if you are not one of our members, um, this would be a great time to sign up for our free membership because we're opening up our, um, pod, our next podcast with John and that live Q and A to all of our members, um, to be able to join, to be able to submit questions. So if you haven't joined yet, now is the time go to freelancersaligned.com to sign up. Um, and if you sign up at any level, you'll be able to join our um, live podcast recording in a couple of weeks with John on February 17th is the day we're recording it. Um, and submit your questions. So if you sign up or if you're already a member, make sure to give us any questions or thoughts you have about the future of freelancing. We'd love to have them um, so that we can get them uh, to John and talk about them with John in a couple of weeks. Sounds good. All right. I w- we will um, talk to y'all in a couple weeks. Have a great day, everyone.
Thanks for listening to the Freelance Revolution podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to check out our free community for freelancers, consultants, and solopreneurs called Freelancers Aligned. Go to www.freelancersaligned.com to sign up. Here are just a few of the things that you get with your free membership. You'll get all of our best resources, strategies, tips, and tools for living the freelance lifestyle. You'll get exclusive access to our monthly live Q&A where you can submit questions that we'll answer live just for you. You'll get a subscription to the Freelance Insider where you'll get tricks of the trade, member-only resources, and curated content from other experts. You'll also get access to the member forum where you can network and connect and ask advice from other solopreneurs who actually understand what you do and are going through the exact same things you are. Did I mention it's free? Go to www.freelancersaligned.com to sign up today.